on Christmas Eve in 1968, Apollo 8 was the first manned spacecraft to orbit around the moon. Uh, this prepared the way for Apollo 11, the first moon landing uh, in 1969. And I think we kind of take all this for granted, uh, but the movie First Man, which came out this last year, uh, hit home what a major undertaking this all was. Reaching the heavens was costly. Uh, the Apollo space program started from 1961 to 1972 and cost $25.4 uh, Reaching the heavens was dangerous. The crew of Apollo 15 mission, they left a little memorial on the moon uh, with uh, a little fallen astronaut, a little figure lying to it with, with the names of the 30 astronauts who'd given their lives in the space exploration at that point. But despite that, I think we could say that reaching the heavens was worth it. See, as they orbited the moon, they captured for us a totally new perspective on the Earth. Earthrise. It was the first Earth selfie. One astronaut put it this way, we looked at the moon and the moon was, was forbidding and gray. And we looked up and we saw Earth and it reminded us of a, of a Christmas tree ornament hanging in the blackness of space. And as we got further away, the Earth diminished in size until it became like a marble, the most beautiful marble that you could imagine. Well, while reaching the heavens was an amazing accomplishment for mankind, Colonel James Irwin, the eighth man who walked on the moon, used to say this, God walking on earth is more important than man walking on the moon. And that's really what we're celebrating this Christmas. Just pause for a moment to think how extraordinary this is. It's more important than who's going to be the new uh, manager for Manchester United, more significant than who won Strictly, or whatever the outcome's going to be on Brexit. Man reaching the heavens was indeed remarkable, but heaven reaching earth, well, that is something that just changes everything. Two decades on from the events of the life of Jesus, the Apostle Paul could quote a hymn that was well-known in a church in Philippi. And we'll put it on the screen for you. Let me read it to you from Philippians chapter 2. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Three short points this evening. Reaching earth was costly. It was costly for God to send his son into the world. You see that in four words. He made himself nothing. Now I think we find that very hard to do, don't we? 
we often spend our lives trying to be somebody, to make the most of our advantages. But God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, their plan was that the Son would not grasp at all the advantages of his deity, but instead humble himself to become a man, to become this baby born in a nowhere town in Bethlehem, laid in an animal feeding, uh, feeding trough because there was nowhere to lay here. There's no space in the inn. He gave up the glory, the status, the, the wonder of heaven and humbled himself. And as he grew, he kept this humble attitude. He said this to his disciples, I have come not to be served. This is the God of heaven speaking. I've come not to be served, but to serve and give my life as a ransom for many. In one extraordinary, unforgettable night, he washed his disciples' feet. He healed the sick. He was friends with the outcasts. He, he challenged the hypocrisy of the elites in his day, and he taught like nobody else. He was willing to experience the suffering and rejection of those who opposed him. Reaching the earth was costly. Jesus made himself nothing. Secondly, reaching earth was dangerous. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. God's plan of rescue for the human race was that Jesus would willingly give his life to serve and to save his people. And he makes that possible uh, something which is impossible for us. I mean, we can do incredible things. We can put a man on the moon. Amazingly, you've got more computing power in your smartphone today than NASA ever had to land a man on the moon. But the truth is that we are still struggling to, to know how to deal with the problems of our sinful hearts. It puts us into conflict with each other. The year of uh, 1968, the Vietnam War was still ongoing. Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy were assassinated and a controversial president was elected. And 50 years on, how much have things really changed? Uh, last year, we spent $1.7 trillion on arms in the world. That's $231 per every man, woman, and child living on the planet. Our sinful hearts put us into conflict with others, and it creates a barrier between us and God. And yet, this is the amazing thing. God took the initiative. Uh, he came to repair our broken relationships, to bridge the gulf between us and Him. That's why God sent Jesus to earth on this mission as a man. He came on this costly, dangerous mission to give His life for us. He humbled Himself to death, even the shameful death of crucifixion in order to pay the price to atone for our sin, for our guilt, for our shame. Because heaven came down to earth in the person of Jesus Christ, it's a game changer for all who will receive and welcome Christ. It was costly. He became nothing. It was dangerous. He humbled himself even to, to being obedient to death on a cross. 
but we have to say it was worth it. Uh, the song continues in this way. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, when Jesus entered the door, marked death for his people, and three days later, he rose again back through those doors, he had defeated death and its curse. He showed his power. He showed that his mission was accomplished. And as he arose again and ascended back to heaven, where he now sits as God's appointed king, as Lord over all. And the Bible says, and we, it was sung to us at the very beginning through our choir, that he will return as the king who will judge the living and the dead. And the way to be ready for that day, which will come, is to recognize Jesus for who he is. As verse 11 puts it, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus, this real person of history, whose name means Savior, for he will save his people from their sins. This Jesus is the Christ. He is the, uh, the king that God promised would come, that did come, and will return again. That Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the one with the rightful authority over our lives. The one who has the right to, to lead us and to teach us throughout our lives because he is God. And it's never too late, you know, to receive him by personally trusting him. That's the way to receive this gift of forgiveness. To know a restored and eternal relationship with the God who made us. And actually, that is the story of many people in this room. Their lives are being transformed by Jesus to the glory of God. What about you? Do you see that God walking on earth is more important than man walking on the moon? Well, if you want to know more, we'd love to give you a, a copy of this little booklet by Rico Tice. So this is Christmas. Uh, there'll be guys on the doors on the way out, and they would be very happy to give you one for free. And in January, we're going to be starting a new Christianity Explored course. And that's a great way in an informal discussion group to consider the truth claims of Christianity, to ask the questions that you might have. Many have done this and found it really helpful. Seven sessions. It's going to start on Thursday, the 17th of January. Um, if you have a bulletin, there should be one in there. If you don't have one, there's a bunch of them on the, in the Connect Corner. You could just fill it out tonight, and we'll keep you informed of that uh, start date. Thank you for coming this evening. I think it is the most significant news on the planet that God walked on earth. And I want to wish you a very peaceful and joy-filled Christmas. And would you please stand with me as we sing this final carol.